Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. Flyers get a road win edition of Flyers Daily. Price out of the net. Went to play into the corner. A flyer got to him. That was Van Riemsdyk. JVR tried to stop it. Short side. He scores! James Van Riemsdyk's 22nd of the year. He's got four of the last six games. And Philadelphia strikes first on Van Riemsdyk's 22nd. When a draw, Van Riemsdyk gives it up. Proberoff shoots. He scores! Ivan Proberoff wires one upstairs for his ninth of the year. The Flyers beat Carey Price twice in the first 14 minutes and lead 2-0. Zach McEwen over the line, stripped to the puck. Oscar Lindblom picked it up, took the shot. He scores! Oscar Lindblom wires one through traffic. Carey Price never saw it. It's the 12th of the year for Lindblom and first in 13 games, it's 3-2 Flyers. Gets it up that right side. Eddard sends in Konechny. He's behind the defense with a shot. He scores! Travis Konechny's 15th of the year. And Philadelphia's lead again is 2. It's 4-2. Bouncing puck on the Montreal line. Frost got it alive to Cates. Cates looks for skating room to the right circle. Backhands it into the goal mob. They score! Morgan Frost with one hit on the stick. Tips it by his fourth goal of the year. That's just his second in 39 games. And Morgan Frost has made it 5-2. Back into the middle to Rem Pitlick. He lost it. Van Riemsdyk a breakaway the other way. JVR going in. Took a shot. He scores! A two-goal game for James Van Riemsdyk. And the Flyers light up Carey Price for six and lead it 6-2. And welcome to Flyers Daily for Friday, April 22nd as the Flyers Coming off a 6-3 win over the Montreal Canadiens. Get the job done on the road. And the young guys all over the score sheet in this game. A couple of goals from James Van Riemsdyk. A couple of assists for Bobby Brink. A couple of points for Ivan Provorov. A goal and an assist. TK with a marker in this one. Morgan Frost gets a goal. Noah Cates gets an assist. And the Flyers skate off with a 6-3 win in Montreal. Shots 34 aside and... Good news is Flyers took advantage of a clearly not very sharp carry price in this game. For example, the goal he gives up against James Van Riemsdyk in the third period. Clear-sighted shot, good distance away, just doesn't catch up with it, ends up in a, behind the net, and that's a goal that Carey Price, when dialed in, does not give up. But the Flyers will take it. Wins a win, 6-3 win that they get the job done. And good news is, is they go into the second period with a lead, they come out of the second period with a lead, and they go into the third period, and they build on the lead. And some of the play of some of the younger guys, like like Ronnie Adderd, for example, was a plus four in this game. Now, he had a game where he was a minus four earlier, uh, but he doesn't seem like a guy that makes the same mistake twice. And a f- couple of the numbers really stood out to me in this game. I thought Travis Konechny was all over the play the entire night. He only had the one goal, but Travis Konechny in the game all over the ice. Six shots on goal. He had that in 18 minutes of play. Also in the game, Bobby Brink. He just seems like he makes plays. He makes things happen. When he jumps in on the Provorov goal off the faceoff, Farabee kind of wins the faceoff. Brink jumps in right behind him and grabs that puck and gets it to Van Riemsdyk, who then gets it to Provorov, who has that great high blocker shot and beats Carey Price just under the bar. That's just a smart play by Brink. And on the James Van Riemsdyk first goal of the game, goes in, pressures the D, causes the turnover, and then gets the puck to JVR, who on his second attempt on the short side stuffs it home, and that put the Flyers on the board. So Bobby Brink really showing that 
He's got something. He looked good off the rush tonight, too. Had a great scoring chance off the rush, getting up the ice. And you can't see anything where that skating of his, it, yeah, it looks different, but it doesn't seem to cause him any issues. And part of the reason for that is he's got a ton of compete in his game. He just works really hard with everything he does out there, whether it's pressuring the puck, whether it's his vision and distribution ability. And I think we'll eventually see the ability to put the puck in the net as well. A couple other stats that stuck out to me. Ivan Provorov in the game, five shots on goal, plus three, a goal and an assist. He was good in the game. But Travis Sanheim in this hockey game played a career-high 29 minutes and 57 seconds of ice time. He got doubled quite a bit. They really kind of sheltered Keith Yandel in his minutes in the game. He only played 7.01. But Travis Sanheim played a full four minutes more than Ivan Provorov in the game. 3.08 on the power play and no PK time. And a really good job in this game. 29.57. He's showing that he can handle a heavy workload of minutes. He didn't end up with a point in the game, but he was a plus two, had a shot on goal, uh, had a block shot, played a really good hockey game. And when you're out there for pretty much half of it, three seconds shy of half of it, um, that's pretty good. And he's been a guy that's really, in the second half of this season, has taken his game to another level. It's a shame that it's in a season that's lost and in a season that, in the, in the big picture from a, a moving forward standpoint of going to the playoffs doesn't mean anything, but it means a lot in the arc of his career. He's really settled in this year, has really been able to, to figure out when to jump into the play offensively, when to activate, when to get up with the rush, and also when to defend and pick your spots. And to play that many minutes, to me, is is a really good thing because in that many minutes in the game, he didn't make any glaring mistakes that I saw. So that's a great thing, and that's something that we've learned this year. That's one of the the goods to come out of this bad season. It's something we've talked about quite a bit here on Flyers Daily. you got to find the good things to come out of this bad season. And we're finding it with some of these young players as well, and I'm not just talking about Brink. Uh, there was a shift in the game where Owen Tippett, um, goes to the offensive zone and creates a rush and creates an opportunity. And as the play goes the other way, he gets on his horse and just gets all the way back and provides the back pressure inside the Flyers' blue line by just working hard and getting back and using that skating ability that he has. That's another good sign. Now, Linus Hogberg got his first NHL start in this game, and he's yet another Flyer to get his first NHL point. He picked up an assist in the game. And the rookies and the guys that are just making their NHL debuts, 10 games or less guys, Noah Cates is north of that at this point. He had a point in the game, but Ronnie Adderd and uh, obviously Linus Hogberg and Bobby Brink, all over the score sheet once again. And not all these guys are going to be on the team next year. Not all of them are going to be with the team maybe at any point next year, but some of them will be. And it's a good sign for organizational depth that you have these guys. And a lot of these guys, obviously, coming out of the collegiate ranks, have come in as much more mature hockey players than young draft picks. They played three, sometimes four years at university. And they come into the NHL and they're ready to go. And you're seeing the maturity in some of their games. Yeah, they're going to make mistakes because it is their first time playing pro and first time playing in the NHL. Uh, But like I 
kind of said before about Ronnie Adderd, he's a guy that doesn't seem to make the same mistake twice. And he had that dash four game. I think he had a dash three game as well. Uh, but for the most part, I think seven of his last 10 games, he's been even or plus in the game. So that's a good sign. And we got a chance to see his ability to shoot the puck too in that Toronto game when he comes down that right side, got his head up the whole way, picks his spot, and just buries a very difficult shot on Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell was surprised it went in. Uh, so we're seeing some some of that skill set. Ronnie Adder's a guy that's going to need some more seasoning with the AHL, with the Phantoms. Uh, he's not ready for the NHL 82 game being a D-man just yet, but you're starting to see elements of his game that are ready for it and that he's just going to hone in even further for when he does get the opportunity to be an everyday NHL defenseman. So all in all, good performance by the Flyers. They get the win. They'll take it. They'll come home and uh, take on the Pittsburgh Penguins coming up on Sunday at 4 o'clock. It'll be the Flyers and the Pens at Wells Fargo Center. Then one more road trip for the Flyers. They'll head to Chicago and Winnipeg. So with the back-to-back games on Sunday and Monday, we're probably going to see Felix Sandstrom in one of those games. And we'll see Martin Jones in the other. And maybe we see Felix Sandstrom also against Ottawa to close out the season. I was a little surprised he didn't get the start in this game against Montreal until I saw the numbers Martin Jones has against the Montreal Canadiens. Excellent numbers against the Canadiens. And look, the team, despite the lottery positioning and wanting more lottery balls and a better chance at the number one overall pick, the team still wants to win games. And they should still want to win games. Pro sports are about winning games. And in a season where there hasn't been nearly enough winning, you're still trying to win. And they went out there and using Martin Jones' history against the Canadians, went out and put him into that game. He was good in the game, made saves when he had to. You know, the Gallagher hand pass to Mike Hoffman goal, that shouldn't have been allowed. The bench was told they weren't allowed to challenge that when they are allowed to challenge that. The NHL called it a miscommunication. It wasn't a miscommunication. It was just the ref messed up. And it's no, it's not a big deal because this game didn't have high consequence, uh, but those things can't happen. I mean, it was so clearly a hand pass from Brendan Gallagher to Mike Hoffman that it should not, that goal should not have counted. But it turned out to not mean anything anyway. The Flyers still got the win. Uh, you like to see those things cleaned up, sure, but not the end of the world, given the situation. But as the Flyers get the win over the Montreal Canadiens and uh, no game on Saturday, Flyers will be back on Sunday. It'll be three games in four days. It'll be Sunday against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Then they'll travel to Chicago to take on the Blackhawks on Monday and to Winnipeg on Wednesday. And then they'll wrap up the season a week from today, if you can believe it. The 2021-2022 season will be over in a week from today when they take on the Ottawa Senators at Wells Fargo Center. That's going to put a wrap on this edition of Flyers Daily. Everybody, enjoy your Friday. We'll talk to you tomorrow on a brand new Flyers Daily. Moving to the country, I'm going to eat a lot of peaches. I'm moving to the country, I'm going to eat me a lot of peaches. I'm moving to the country, I'm going to eat.